to me, the very mobility of a podcast is, is its absolute key, that it's something you can do while you're doing something else. I listen to them in the car, to and from work. It's a fabulous way of utilizing that time. Welcome to the allnurses.com podcast. In the UK, you just work your way up through the ranks in intensive care, really. And when I got to the top of the tree, the possibility of having nurse practitioners was being muted. Now, as part of that, being a bit of a geek, loving gadgets, I decided I would start a blog called the Critical Care Practitioner website. And I didn't know what to do. I, I, I made it and then I didn't really know what to do with it. I, I don't like writing endless essays and things. And I don't think people necessarily want to read them either. Funnily enough, I came across a lady called Teresa Chin, who runs a Twitter site called At We Nurses. And I wanted to talk to her about what inspired her to get this Twitter group going. And then I thought to myself, well, instead of just me talking to her and then it's a conversation that's gone forever, why don't I record it and make a podcast out of it? So that was my first podcast. And I just find it a fabulous way to A, educate myself, B, play with my toys, and C, to network with people around the world. If it wasn't for my podcast, if it wasn't for Twitter, I wouldn't be here today. I've since expanded out and I'm starting to make YouTube videos now as well, teaching videos. I'm very much a visual learner because invariably, if you want to learn something, somebody has made a video about it. And they're not, a lot of them are very high quality as well. So I thought, well, I could do some of that as well. And I get even more toys that way. So <laughs> a very tolerant wife who lets me spend things on these gadgets. She knows it makes you happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And it does make me happy. It makes me happy because I get to... I get to learn things and my motto is that as I learn, you learn too. So I get to learn things. I make a video or a podcast or a blog post about it. And in doing so, um, I can pass that information on to other nurses as well and help inspire them to the future. So that's, that's why I do what I do. Well, that's wonderful. How have you been able to grow your website? It's, it's proven a bit of an uphill struggle, to be honest with you. I think everybody talks about things like, you know, search engine optimization and keyword you know, and but I've got a day job, ultimately. I think it's grown kind of just generically. I've had a bit of a disaster over the last couple of months in that my website went down for two months. And website hits have gone down quite dramatically, so it was a bit of a shame. But really, it's by promoting the podcast, by trying to write blog posts reasonably consistently, not nearly consistently as I would like, and just trying to get it out there word of mouth. I, I can't pay people to do it for me so it's just been word of mouth and gradually it's built how do you select your topics or your speakers again really going back to twitter is probably the main thing i am never far away from my phone get it on where'd it go it's next door oh dear it makes me nervous <laughs> but no i'm never far from my phone and twitter uh, if you follow the right people there's a constant stream of information going past you of people who are generally quite happy to share that information with somebody. So I would say that probably 80% of the people I approach on Twitter to say, would you like to chat with me about this, uh, are happy to do so. And I don't have a specific plan. I'll, I'll spot something on there. I think, oh, that sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. I've got a bit of the thing about sleep in ITU at the moment. So I've done a few sessions on that. I read a book called Why We Sleep. But that inspired me to go searching more information from practitioners out there who are investigating the phenomenon of sleep in intensive care. It's, it's not planned necessarily, but I think the spontaneity is probably a good thing rather than a bad thing. Is there a component of audience participation in your podcast? No, and I wish there was. 
because you do often feel like you're talking to yourself. I know my numbers. Each episode eventually gets about 2,000 downloads. Um, I know that I've had a quarter of a million downloads now, but it's a one-way process, unfortunately. You can ask on the podcast, send me questions, tweet me this, do that. It just doesn't happen. I think podcasting is quite a passive listener thing. Um, And the problem is, of course, that where people listen to a podcast, they'll listen to it in the car or they'll listen to it when they're walking the dog. So if you say, can you go and do something for me? Invariably, they're not sitting in front of a computer where they can go and do that straight away. So they forget to do it. I'm the same. If somebody says that on the podcast, I think, what a great idea. And then it just doesn't happen. But it seems like you've done a good job in in growing your podcast Mm -hmm. and your audience. Where do you plan to go? What are your goals from here on out? I would like to believe that this is something that when I retire, whenever that might be, and I could continue after I retire, and it's something I can do from home as part of that retirement. So one of the things I'm trying to do at the minute is I'm trying to build up a portfolio of videos which will teach junior nurses how to look after the intensive care patient. And hopefully one day that's something that I can sell and that will um, provide me the means to continue what I do because despite the fact that people say free online open medical education, it's not free to the person that's providing it necessarily. So there are costs that are incurred. So that's what I just like to continue to build the videos I'm making, the podcasts I'm making, and continue to network with people. Until it brings joy to you. Very passionate yes. about it. I think it causes me a lot of stress in many ways as well, especially when your yes. website goes down and you can't resurrect it. It's something that helps me inspire junior nurses. It's something that helps me inspire nurses around the world. I've got many people who contact me via Twitter, and I think it's first and foremost, I am a practitioner now, but I was a nurse, always will be a nurse. Nursing is in my heart and my patients are my biggest concern. And if I can do anything to help the experience for them to become better, then in my small part, that's a great thing to have done.